Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hemisphere Views, episode 085, coming to you live from the studios of Perth, Western Australia, Wollongong, New South Wales, and Portland, Oregon. We are excited to be here with you today. Jason has fixed all his technical audio issues, so making the editing job of Martin Feld in Wollongong much easier this week, as opposed to Andrew Kenyon last week, who had to suffer... But that's okay. Jason doesn't care because he just does show notes. That now, is it. on with the show. And I would also like to point out this is episode 86. So. I said 85. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Oh, 85 was the little one. Oh, yeah. I've already confused you. And I love it. That, that was like the most breathless, impressive intro ever. And Jason's just going, ah, little finger. Let me. Yeah. Well done. So we'll just put a like robot voice over when you say that part. We'll just dub in eighty six. Well, Andrew's the soundboard now, so I'm going to press the true. button, and Andrew's yeah, going to say episode eighty six on command. Press button. Episode eighty six. Done. It's flawless. Hang on, let me try Perfect. again. Take two. Fixed. Okay. Episode zero eight six. There it is. Okay. Perfect. Solid. Take your pick. So how are we kicking things off, guys? The stacks, stacks, and stacks of desktop stacks. Desk What's going on? Top stacks. Do you use stacks? Have you used stacks? Now, are we talking about stacks that are groupings of files and folders on the desktop itself rather than the stacks that are in the dock? That is correct. Yes. Desktop file auto stacking, hmm. I think is the, the technical term for it. So if you right click on your desktop, you can you can say use stacks that's the one yep and if you're already using stacks you can right click on it and uncheck use stacks and any icons on your desktop will stack group stacks by kind shared by date last opened date added date modified date created or tags of which only one of those makes any sense to me so which would be kind yes (laughs) not tags surprisingly Jason, not a fan of tagging his files. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think tags would have been the one. Or maybe more shared by, because that one, really Mm. helpful for all of those files being shared to me. I'm just going to get my answer out of the way. I think this is a great feature for those who want or need it. I started using it just to see what it was like when they first introduced it and just went, this is great, but it's not really for me because I found that that collapsing into groups made things less visible. And I keep my desktop fairly clean and minimalistic anyway, so I turned it off. Hmm. Okay. Andrew? Yeah, I've tried it once or twice, and I've t- I turn it off. It just, it's okay. just another click. I'm always going to need something within somewhere, so I have to open this. St- first of all, think about what file format it might be, then open the stack, then find it. And I, like Martin, I've only got working files on my desktop. They're there for maybe a day or two at best, most of the time. And then they vermoosed off somewhere else. So no value for me. No value for you is what he's saying. Okay, well, I'm finding value. I'm here to tell you there's value in there. You just got to you gotta see it. And we're still talking about desktop stacks, not canyon.blog slash save. No, no, there are no stacks in canyon.blog slash save. I heard value and my mind just went straight there. I'm sorry. There's stacks of cash. 
<laughs> it's not if canyon.blog slash save is actually online i'm just gonna say there's been some outages recently and no. it's been inaccessible so i'm talking to the people in the data center told them it's okay. really not good enough so they we should be up and running if it's not 100 percent uptime you are the product that's all i'm gonna say anyway back to back to stacks I like stacks. I've been using stacks for a few weeks and I find it to be quite nice how it puts everything in little full or little, not folders, really uh, kind of folders. They're like stacks, hybrid folder thing. Yeah. Mock folders, mock folders. I think it's great. I think the thing I've liked most about it is for screenshots because it's smart enough to separate mm. images from screenshots mm-hmm. and that always drives me nuts when I'm doing a lot of screenshotting for some reason. And then I'm looking like, which one is it? That one? Is it that one? No, that's an image of something I'm working on. So it separates them. I think that's really great. The only thing that has bothered me about it so far is there's two, two very important settings that it's missing. And being that coming up soon is the developers conference. Mm-hmm. They're going to hear this and they're going to put them in to the next Mac OS. So that's why I'm talking about it right now. Uh, number one is they should, you should be able to rename what a stack is called. Videos are called movies. Mm. They're not movies. They're videos. So like, let's get that fixed, right? Like I don't have a bunch of movies on my desktop. If I did, fine, call them movies. These aren't movies. These are videos. Second, I would like an auto collapse if no activity in X amount of time. So I open up a stack, it's unfurled. All the files are showing. I don't come back to it for 30 seconds, a minute, an hour. Just collapse that bad boy right back down. Don't need it open. Clearly I'm not doing anything in there. So just shut it down. Mm. That's it. Those two things will make stacks perfect for me. So stacks. It's really interesting you say those things because I reckon the reason Apple hasn't done this and this isn't making excuses this is just where my brain went classic apple apologist yeah that's right fanboy <laughs> with an eye number one speaking uh do you reckon it's because like you would sign. call yourself an enthusiast or a power user of the mac right jason occasionally yeah we'll we'll put it that way generally yeah this feature was probably introduced for people who aren't into as much organization of their computer. I don't want to call them novices because that's maybe Mm. condescending, but people who are less interested in that computery stuff. So it's almost like maybe Apple deliberately didn't put in all this customization and power user settings of this thing, but that's actually to its detriment because you need to be able to customize it to make it work properly or the way you want. Seems a bit weird, right? Mm. I think you're spot on, but I do feel like they're going to listen to this call and say, ah, you know what? We missed that one. We're going to get that in there for you. Oh, I'm just getting an iMessage right now. Just a sec. Oh. That's from Hair Force One. He said, heard Jason loud and clear. It's in the next release. Oh, We're bumping it up. Perfect. 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 Glad that got moved up. Thank goodness. We're canceling Apple Car to make sure we get stacks <laughs> correct, is what I'm hearing. That's what I heard. <laughs> I've enabled stacks again. Okay. And what I've also done is I've bumped up my icon size to maximum. Maximum. I've gone 128 by 128, right? Wow. And, I, and I'm going to I'm gonna try this. Let's see how it goes. I'm going to do stacks with giant icons and see, That's see like how I get stacks. on. Stacks. But then you have to make your dock the smallest it can be and put on maximum magnification. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> That's nuts. I can't go that far. Hold on here. Let me let me command J. Let me see here. <laughs> We're going down a tangent. We're going down a tangent hole. Okay. Tangent corner. Martin, on your yep. desktop. Yep. Yeah, command J it on your desktop. What is your icon size currently? All right, command J. Icon size 84 by 84 with Ooh. just under the middle grid spacing and text size 14. 14? Isn't that- With label position bottom. 14? Isn't that the best where whenever you're going to tell somebody what these settings are, you have to, you get exact numbers, exact numbers, and then kind of, sort of, a little bit to the right <laughs> of the middle line on the left. <laughs> like, that drives me f- nuts. Just put a number for grid spacing. Is it one, two, three, four, five, or six? Like, what is the grid spacing? Not have a number. It's maddening. Yeah. Oh, very important. Snap to grid. Okay. I'm all about snap to grid. Where's that? I don't even have that. I don't have a snap to grid. That's a right click option, isn't it? It's not in command J. Now, Andrew, were you bothered by my size 14? Is that all right? Yeah, I was. What's wrong with that? But snap to grid isn't in command J settings, is it? Yeah, Where's snap to grid? I've forgotten. You You have stacks on. Yeah, if stacks oh. are on, I think it cancels that. Ah, oh, there we go. Because there is okay. no grid if you have stacks. Mm, good point. Okay. But there is grid spacing. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with size 14? 14 too big. Why do you need 14 point font on your desktop? Uh, I don't know. It just looks nice to me. All right. I'm changing mine. Ooh, it's beautiful. Now I'm changing mine to 14 as well. All right, 14 it is. Giant icons, giant font. Went from it's... total hater to advocate within three seconds because oh, look, I said it looks nice to me. Yeah. It looks, <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm going to try. I'm just, I don't like it. Have you ever Have you ever tried label position right? It is I weird. have. It's disgusting. <laughs> I can't do that. It's just so wrong. It feels wrong. It feels like the kind of thing somebody would love if they put their dock on the side. I put my dock on the side. You're insane. We've discussed this before. I have normally or mostly had it down the bottom, but more recently it's like I've got all this space on the side and it just feels tucked away. We, we can't get oh, back into the dark corner, okay? This is we, Okay, a all right, all right. We're esca- evacuate, evacuate. Everybody okay. out. Everybody out. Get out okay. of the building. We're out of the building. Right. Close your command J. I'm doing my hemispheric hemispherament. Hem hemix experiment. My hem experiment. You are pulling a hammy. What are we doing here? Can you tell it's us what hem- you're doing first before hem- you describe them? It's my hair- hem experiment. <laughs> okay. Of stacks. Okay. I'll report back. Okay, thank you. Hem experiment. That's all I got. Do any of you use folder view? You're talking about like the grid of folders? Yes. Sometimes. But not as my default one, no. Hang on, what do you mean grid, grid of folders? What are we talking about? Folder view. Like in the finder. Finder folders. Like as icons, you mean? Like view as icons? Yeah. Okay, no. Oh, only in applications. Would you if it was your wallet? <laughs> so, Jason, you're holding up an actual wallet in the shape of a Mac OS folder. Is that what we're looking you at? You bought one of those. I saw this advertised online. I did not you buy this. One. This showed up at my house. Two of them did. And... Turns out Valerie got these for us because she was like, I don't even know if we'll use these, but they were too adorable not to have. That is very cute. So they're little, they're wallets. I mean, they're like the kind of like minimalist wallet or whatever. They're like where Mm. you couldn't put a couple of thingies in there, Mm. but it looks like the little blue finder (laughs) folder. And it is like the cutest little thing. 
that you could have. Is this like Valerie's challenge to our everyday carry discussion that we had recently? I think it must be. I think it must be. Just to see if Andrew buys one now. I want one. So now we've got little folders (laughs) that have, you can put little files in. Also known as money. There's one there on the front, one on the back. And uh, yeah, it is a wallet that looks like a finder folder. It is called the Untitled Folder Wallet by Nick Bentel. I saw it advertised online and I resisted the urge. And now Jason has one and now the urge has returned. Of all things, I resisted the urge, which is unheard of. And then they showed up at my house anyway. Is it MagSafe? I don't think so. Wouldn't be, would it? I don't think so. No, it does not feel MagSafe. I just love that I have like a real world little folder that I can put files in. (laughs) So there you go. Rethink your thought about folder view. Wow. That's cool. That, that went in a direction I wasn't expecting. That was, that was the plan. Mission accomplished. So the message of that is that he actually doesn't care how we use the folders. It was just to bring up the wallet. Is that right? Couldn't, could not give any. (laughs) Column view is the one true way to be fair. Um, next topic. Um, again, can we talk about something else other than me? Nah, you're on fire. Off you go. Next topic. I want to tell you about a really cool thing that I purchased at an extraordinary deal, not from canyon.blog slash save that I returned the same day it came. (laughs) So am I selling it already? Am I, is this, is this how you, is this salesmanship? So Andrew mentioned that I ruined the recording uh, the last few times due to my really just downright amateur uh, bleed, audio bleed from my headphones into my microphone. Turns out it wasn't my headphones fault. It was actually my microphone. So that's been sorted. Mm. But in the meantime, I rage quit everything and started rebuilding my entire setup because i didn't want andrew to be upset with me anymore he wasn't mad he was just upset and everyone knows what that means that means rip everything out and rebuild from the ground up immediately <laughs> how many times has jason rebuilt his setup since we've been doing no this questions podcast? asked <laughs> so headphones were first and i found these awesome edemotic ev0 in-ear monitors I've always had kind of the secret want of an in-ear monitor. It sounds exciting. How do we spell this so I can look at this? What What's going on yeah. here? Uh, E-T-Y, uh, mm. M-O-T-I-C, I think. And what was the uh, model? Uh, E-V, it's either O or zero. I'm not sure. Just type yeah. E-V-O. Okay. I bet it'll come up. You seeing it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I should probably put links in the show notes. Damn. I'm on here. Um, so I got those at an extraordinary right. savings. They were the EV zeros with the something or other cable. They were like $600, which is insane. But I found them for $199. Right. I was like, well, if there's any time for me to try out in-ear monitors, the time is now, I think. Mm. So I jumped on that, expecting the order to get canceled because clearly this was a mistake. You know, every once in a while you come across something online, and you're like, that's too good to be true. And then you, it's just gone and they delete it from the website. I thought this was that. No, I got a shipping notification and they showed up. Wow. 
super excited, got him ready to go, plugged him into my head and thought, this is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever placed inside of my ear canal ever. This was within three seconds. I hadn't even plugged in the cables yet. Don't they come with all the different ear fittings and the, the sort of mold to your ears there or something? There was 55,000 different ear tips in there. None and of them were- all of them in your ears. All yeah. of them. It was just a day- of jamming little rubber foam things into my ears. So this is like the waxiest product return in history. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. No, I diligently washed each little piece to at least alleviate there being any kind of grossness. So I did do that. Very considerate. I'm I'm a good return policy person. But yeah, they were just really uncomfortable and I was really let down and sad that they weren't going to be like, my new podcasty mm. headphones they were just they were not doing it so they immediately went back and um turns out i didn't really need them anyway because i fixed the issue with the, the microphone so we're back to what we were doing before just turned out but, the game uh, hopefully andrew won't be upset anymore meanwhile martin is using wired earphones from the ipod era and a combo microphone and stand set that cost 150 australian dollars and that yes. setup has not changed since before hemispheric views with some occasional AirPods Max thrown in. Are you plugging straight into a USB? Is it a USB driven yep. microphone as well? See, it's, yep. yep. It's amazing. <laughs> and you sound the best out of all three of us. To be clear, I've changed nothing. It's, <laughs> Maybe it's just your voice. Everything is back oh, to, that's the, too well, yeah, 90% of it is voice. Oh, that's kind. There's no amount of setup that's fixing any of the shit that's going on over here. Yeah. <laughs> Martin has a lovely <laughs> podcasting yeah. voice. Oh, Martin could talk okay. into a f- brick and it would sound amazing that's the next episode and you would do anything he says i talk into like a gold-plated platinum iridium co2 encased megaphone and it's still like yeah you still sound like the same person at least you've got an american accent you sound authoritative with your accent Mm, maybe do you feel like you sound like an authority jason no are you kidding no, I just told you to use folder view and you didn't do it. So obviously it's not working. Yeah, but he'll be buying the wallet. And that's okay, really what that's that message is all about. <laughs> that's fair. And maybe even these headphones that I gave a shit review. Have <laughs> you got a coupon code? Uh, Canyon.blog slash save. Oh, I just noticed your shirt, man. What's your shirt? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Okay. Slight derailment. I wasn't right. looking. Here's the shirt. Natasha got this for me. It's a simple black shirt with the time 941 on it. Now, any Apple devotees will know 941 is the classic iPhone time. That's when Australia was, that's when it became its own nation, right? Was it 941? Yeah. Yeah. In sync with the Apple keynote from 07. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't exist before then. We rely purely on the iPhone. I mean, you're going to get buried by that news if it's a a keynote. So you want to just at least be in sync. That was actually the news that day. It was like, somewhere on the other side of the world, country established, who cares? There's now an iPhone. Yep. I I believe that. Okay. That's how it works. But it's funny you mention this, Andrew, because Mm. Natasha got me this shirt as a gift and I love it because, you know, Apple nerd, whatever. Yeah. But then today we were out and about and we took Mac to a playground and Natasha said to me, you know, it just occurred to me. uh, And this is while we're waiting for coffee while we're out and about. She said, 
If people don't know that that's an Apple reference, they might think that you're really into the Bible. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that how they're written? Is with the colon? Yes. And I went, oh, no. And I'm not saying this to rag on any religious people or Christians. I'm not a religious person, but I went. Is that a thing? Great. She said, you look like you're a pastor out and about on the weekend and you're just showing that you're into the text. It is one. Yes. And we looked it up and it is one. Is it in the book of Job's? I have no idea, and, and I don't know if we should go too far into this conversation, to be perfectly honest, but that is hilarious. I never would have thought of that. I didn't either. Did somebody bring that up, or she just, like, that occurred to her while you were out? No, she was just looking at me while we were waiting for coffee at this, you know, like, food truck. Right? Uh, they do these great donuts, and this is just before we went to the playground with Mac, and she said, and I went, ah. Oh. And look, isn't that interesting that... Something that you think is so crystal clear, even if it's a Mm. niche thing or it's so specific, could have that other meaning. And it actually reminded me, I think it's something that came up on ATP once. You know that they have those ATP hoodies and mugs and stuff? Yeah. I can't remember if this came up on the podcast or if it was something in a tweet. It might have been a tweet, but someone said that there was the ATP on their hoodie with the rainbow kind of BMW M thing. And someone went up to them and went, oh, you know, me and my partner, we absolutely love your hoodie. It means so much to us. Thank you for your support. And he was like, I'm not quite getting what's going on. Apparently those people with it alongside the rainbow thought it meant a trans pride. Oh, oh. yeah, I could see that. I see. And it, it just goes to show that even if you think, oh, this is so particular to my fandom or something, it could be nope. totally misinterpreted. So- Big discovery. It just shows we got to get out of our own asses sometimes and like think about <laughs> what other people might think. Exactly. This actually sounds like something that Martin would say or or like support this particular verse as well. I can see Martin going, yeah, that's right. Well, do you want to read <laughs> it's it? Very felled, it's very felled foot. Does it talk about feet? <laughs> well, I'm not sure what version this is coming from. I was just trying to find the new international version, which is generally the easiest one to grok. But Mm. I couldn't find that quickly, so I'm just going with the one that Google's presenting. If you were blind, you wouldn't be guilty, Jesus replied. But you remain guilty because you claim you can see. Jesus said, this is the bit that gets me about Martin. Right. If you were really blind, you would be blameless. But since you claim to see everything so well, you're accountable for every fault and failure. See, I can see Martin getting behind that bit. Okay. Yeah, just really coming coming strong on somebody for their their failings. Unless I've misinterpreted this, uh, religious kind of themes or connection aside, assuming I've interpreted it correctly, I do agree with that because isn't it basically saying that if you are truly blind or ignorant of something, then, okay, you didn't know. But if you are proceeding or doing something that you know to be wrong, but you're implicitly endorsing by ignoring it, then you are to be blamed. That's how you interpret it. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. I'm on board with that. And if you're saying that I'm at Jesus's level, essentially, I'm happy to take that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I just think, I just think this is a great Martin verse. So I think continue to wear that shirt. Either way it's interpreted. I think it's absolutely fine and representative of you. I think there's probably no bigger religious event in the world than WWDC. Yeah. I put this in there because I thought, Okay, everyone talks about the keynote, this thing's coming up, rumors, et cetera, et cetera. We don't have to do that because enough people do that better than what we would or earlier anyway. So I just thought streaming wise or keynote wise, what's something that you particularly enjoy about watching the stream? Do you watch it live? Do you watch it on demand afterwards? Is there something that's changed in how you watch or enjoy them? 
And yeah, just a quick thought. Doesn't have to be much. I have some news for this year. I will be missing the keynote live this year for the first time in something like 350 years, I think. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what to do about it. I'm very conflicted about how this has happened because I have scheduled travel Hmm. before the keynote date was announced and then it was announced and it was announced at the exact time that I will be flying in the air away from the internet. So that's pretty exciting though, isn't it? I don't like you're going to be in this vacuum and then boom, it's all out. I know it's weird though, because I'm terrified of what dumb takes I'm going to hear (laughs) before I get to see it for myself. Because for anyone that doesn't know, there are more dumbass takes per minute during a keynote about Apple than the rest of anything else combined. I think it's something like 450 dumb shit hot takes per <laughs> second or something like that. So I'm just dumb worried. Dumb shit hot takes. Yeah. Love it. So I'm, I'm just worried I'm going to land and like get bombarded with all of these before I get to actually see the thing myself. That's what I'm worried about. I don't know what thing you're talking about because it's all just rumors and hot takes at the moment. So what are you even referring to? Whatever it is. I don't know. Who knows? That's the way I love going into it. I like to not yeah. know. I don't care about rumors. I don't care what anybody thinks, what they, what patent thing got filed by a secret court in Cambodia for something. Like, I don't care. Just let the thing be announced and enjoy it. And we usually we usually have the Discord going. Well, I mean, of course it's going. It's like we like fire it up and get the generator going for Discord. Like, <laughs> quick, turn the Discord on. The keynote's happening. Uh, no, but there's people in there, you know, chatting about what's going on. And that's always fun. It's kind of like a, being in the room with your friends watching it, even though you're not there. Um, but I'm a, I'm a, to stop now, I'll say I'm a live watch. And then I usually watch it again after the fact as like a, if I want to like re-understand what was mm. going on or catch all those slides where there's like 950 mm. words on a slide for like three seconds. And you're like, wait, did that say? Oh, no. So I'll usually rewatch for that. That's it. Good. Andrew, how about you? So Apple are very un-Australian friendly <laughs> in terms of the time that they, they hold their keynotes. They don't think about us at all. True. So it's usually, what, one, two o'clock in the morning, something like that. It's very uncomfortable time. So, but it doesn't say designed by Apple in Western Australia, to be it fair. Doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. If, if it did, the Apple <laughs> logo would be a bright yellow. There'd be no doubting where it came from and there would be no bite taken out because that'd probably be some kind of like tripping hazard or something you can't bring fruit into western australia anyway fruit fly you get the warnings on the airplanes Mm -hmm. every time you fly here you must dispose of all your fruit in the bins located at the airport entrance so they just collect all your phones and macbooks and everything (laughs) okay yep throw away all your apples (laughs) so what i usually do i tend to watch on delay because i can't be bothered trying to wake up and watch it live. Mm. Um, so I will try to avoid spoilers in the morning. Ideally, it'll get to nine o'clock in the morning, nine thirty. Settle into my day, and I can sit down and dedicate an hour or so, hour and a half, however long it is, to watching the show. 
and then I kind of have a, a vibe of it. And most of the time I watch it and I think, oh, I could just look at the website. Why do I bother? Because I don't love these highly produced shows. I liked mm. the more, the, the, the old style on stage performances. I thought they had a bit more character. They're so well produced now that it is basically like a video website. Uh, and I, you can go to the website, just read that quickly, efficiently, and grab all the info you need. But I continue to watch the keynotes because I feel like, well, I, I dedicate enough time to everything else related to this company, so why not watch the show? But I, I always feel a bit like, eh, eh, at the end of it, which is probably not what most people are. Most people are like, whoa, it's amazing. Maybe I'm just getting old. You are, yes. Yeah, I can agree with what you're saying there, Andrew. I think these newly produced things are fantastic and I enjoy the format of the show. Uh, but it's interesting to me how waking up at about three or four in the morning, which is what I've done for years. I think I've only missed one for years because I accidentally slept through the alarm, which, you know, the world kept turning. That was last year. Yeah, it was. Um, wow, I actually missed it and I'm alive. It doesn't matter. I found that mm. I love the uh, pace of the new ones, right? Because you can actually fit a lot more information with all the swapping on and off stage. However, when you are half asleep in the morning trying to keep track of what's being said online and in a Discord, it's actually very hard not to miss things or to keep up with what's going on. So I kind of feel like watching on a delay or not waking up in the morning could be a better viewing experience, at least for me. And the other thing is that whenever I have participated in the Discord or looked online, Everything gets spoiled because we're ever so slightly behind or it's something with GongNet. I don't know. So it's like Jason goes, oh, my God, something happened. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're not so doing share play. Not- we have to do share play. Uh, That's what we got to do. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's a great format. I look forward to seeing what they do. And it must be absolutely jam-packed this time, given that they've already done stuff like the final cut and logic announcements and accessibility improvements. So... Yeah, let's see what they do. And we need a follow-up, I think, about how Jason survived Mm -hmm. being on a plane. If I'm not here next time, you'll know what happened. Loyal listeners will remember that once upon a time I had a chat with a kebab shop owner. (laughs) Yeah, can you, you in case folks are not as dedicated to go back and listen to every single episode, maybe just a short little synopsis of how that went. Yeah, it went badly. Um... (laughs) I thought that we had we had a strong bond. I thought we were going to be friends forevermore. Mm-hmm. It was taking my my level of feel, just talk to anybody. I thought this is a whole new world. This is going great. I'm just like Martin now. I can talk and make friends. Mm-hmm. Turns out he didn't want to shake my hand. He didn't want to be a mate. He just wanted to take my rubbish. I misinterpreted <laughs> Still the, nice. That's I pretty misinterpreted helpful. I misinterpreted the open hand badly. <laughs> so last night I was at... Now, I'm going to use some Australian expressions here. Ooh, I'm going to Ooh. guess what they mean. Okay. I was at the bottle Can Can you say it one more time? I was at the bottle Bot- Okay. I thought you said Barlow. Bottle-o. 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 bottle That's like a bar, either a bar or a, a, like a, a liquor store. Yeah. Well, before you... Oh, okay. Oh. I was going to say, before you tell him, you've actually <laughs> written what it is in the notes, but did that make sense to Jason? That's what I want to know. You wrote bottle shop. Yeah. Jason, did you know what that meant? Uh, oh, I, 
I didn't actually read what he wrote. All I read was Feld level conversation, and then I trailed off and stopped reading the sentence. Well, that's great to know. Thank you. <laughs> Keep our sentences short. I just saw Feld, and I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Oh shit! Um, okay. But no, I mean, given I've known you guys and heard you say things that are words mostly for long <laughs> enough to like pick up, mm. like. It makes sense. That that makes sense. Sometimes I call it the boozer. Because as you're well. not going to say bottle shop because that's like, whoa, why would we use no. two two whole words? That's way too much. <laughs> so let's just let's just yank out the O from shop because that's the letter that's most important, I guess. And this is just chuck it on the end with like an apostrophe <laughs> to bottle, and it's bottle O. Yeah, makes Got it. sense. You're becoming okay. Australian. Yeah, I would sometimes call it the boozer if I want to be fun as well. Boozer. Um, See, that to me would be more like a. I think I would think bar for sure. It could be too, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Bottolo yeah. is more like where you're acquiring it. Boozo is where you're like mm. consuming it. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So so at the bottle shop, I was wearing my Perth Redbacks hoodie. Sure. As people may know I do the game night commentary for the Perth Redbacks and Is that like your uniform team. when you go do that? Or are you supposed to wear more like fancy stuff oh, i wear more i'm wear more like a uniform but this is just a casual i'm going to the okay. bottle shop i was in my, my redbacks hoodie my tracky pants and i even went full suburban i was wearing ugg boots wow so i was like you were wearing ugg boots out i did it i did it yeah with baggy wow. baggy saggy tracky pants wow minor point minor digression i made a comment about people who wear ugg boots out and about why we were waiting at that donut food truck that I mentioned before, and uh, here we are. World's come full circle. It's not something I was particularly proud of, but I did it with or without socks inside. Without, without. Okay. No socks. Okay. Continue. Wait. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, that's now a, I was going to scummy boot. I was going to let it slide, but <laughs> it's, now it's I nearing gotta... end of life. It's nearing end of life. I'm almost due for no, a bit. I bet you it is. I bet you Ugg it is. Boots. It's accelerating. That's like the fuzzy boots, right? Like the ones with yeah. like the fur inside. Yeah. It's like wearing a sheep that's been turned inside out. And you had a, a, exactly. bare, a bare ass foot in there <laughs> walking around. What was the temp outside? It was pretty cold. It was probably like 14 degrees. Celsius. Yeah. Celsius. 14. Yeah, I don't know what that what is. What is that? I don't even know what that is. 62. I don't know. 14 C in F. Uh, 57.2. That's okay. not that cold. <laughs> that's. It's cold to an Australian. There was, the a wind chill, there was a wind chill factor. I don't know. I don't think it's Same naked cold. foot in a, in a furry boot <laughs> cold. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I was, I was in there. We and, haven't um, gotten anywhere near the point of this story yet. <laughs> just like... <laughs> so first of all, I had a chat to one of the dudes uh, about wine and just the, the shortage, of, shortage of rosé wine at the moment. So that's one conversation. Yeah. Sorry, I there's just so many questions already. This bottle mm. is can you can you give the listeners a bit of a description? Because I think if you think about that in, in a United States context, there's like a small ish kind of liquor store, but there's also like big giant stores yeah, that are more like yeah. a like a Woolies kind of thing that yeah, have just yeah. like anything you can imagine. Which of these was that? Okay, yes. Yeah. So so in Australia we have the big the cuz so in Australia you can't grocery stores like normal sh- like Coles and Woolworths aren't allowed to sell liquor. Same as here. Special licensing. Aldi can. Aldi, Aldi does. Aldi can. I don't know how they get around that. 
They've got a little enclave. It's weird. They are German. It works. Mm. It's mafia. So you need to go to a licensed liquor store. So we have two okay. big ones. Also, We're the same. strangely owned by Woolworths. Organ- yeah, basically, it's all the same company, just under oh, a different mafia brand. Mafia again. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So there you have Dan Murphy's and you have uh, First Choice Liquor. They're the big liquor barns, right? Where there's just oodles of alcohol. Yeah. This is more what I went into last night is more your small suburban store. It will generally store. have more craft beer. Uh, it'll sell kind of like more brands that you might not see at the big jumbo places. But then it has your, your cheap and cheerful beers and alcohols as well. It'll have a small cool And to room. be clear, are you just saying Bottolo in the colloquial sense or are you actually talking about the branded chain no, that is no, called this Bottolo? Is, no, this one is actually branded Celebrations. Like cellar, yeah, like that. wine okay. cellar. Those are celebrations. <laughs> yep, I remember them. Okay. What was the one we talked about the logo? Liquorland. Liquorland. Okay. Why yeah. didn't you go to Liquorland? Are they There's not one no nearby. More? Oh, okay. That's a that's owned by Coles as well. And you couldn't stand the logo probably. You're like, I can't no, go to that no, store no, with no, that logo. Go. Ugh, gross. Okay. Um so, so so I went in there, talked about talked about the wine, and then I brought, took my wine to the counter and then there was another dude behind the counter and he saw my jacket and he was like a big dude. Like I'm six, four. He would have to, I don't know if he was standing on, if the, there's a little perch behind the counter, but he was taller than me. He was like six, eight, six, wow. nine, big dude. And he said, Hey, Perth Redbacks. And I was like, yeah, how about it? And he's like, well, actually, Oh no! I, I'm more Wilson, Wilson Tigers guy. Oh. I played all my junior ball Wilson Tigers. I was like, oh, we're just gonna have a, you know, I think we would have a good bond over basketball. Turns out you don't support the right team. And then he said, well, I think I think uh, Wilson actually beat Redbacks this season already, right? I was like, oh, I think you might be right. Don't really want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> and then he said, oh yeah, I know some of the, I know some of the Redbacks guys, like. I saw, I caught up with Brighton Hobbs the other day and he looked at me and he said, yo man, you're a baller? And he was like, yeah, I used to be a baller. Now, Brighton Hobbs, I've sat next to that guy. I've sat in the car next to him. It sat next to a, him in a car, in the backseat of a car, right? And he has never said to me, yo man, are you a baller? But is that because you're already known to be the basketball guy who does commentary and podcast stuff? Like it would be odd since he knows through what you've mentioned. I think it's more that I don't look like a basketball player anymore. No, you look like David Duchovny. And that I'm old <laughs> and unfit. I'm not letting this go. Like, he, this is a legit... I'm not joking. It looks like him. If I put him next to him, I would have trouble understanding. Until they both spoke, I would not necessarily know who was who. Yeah. So, anyway, then I had to tell this guy, because <laughs> always always promoting, always be promoting. I was like, oh, yeah, Perth Rebbit. I actually do their, their commentary for them. You know, game night commentary. I really, really like the team. And, and that was kind of it. Hmm. But I went away feeling deflated. I was like, here I was in my, in my tracky dacks, my Ugg boots, not looking like a basketball player. My failed conversation once again. I was excited. I was like, hey, we're going to bond over basketball. But instead, I was just reminded that I don't really look like a basketball player anymore. I'm old. I'm fat. I'm wearing Ugg boots. Like, what has my life become? It was... <laughs> the only saving grace was that I did get my wine. <laughs> and I was able to enjoy my wine at home. So if you had gone in a Kenyan-style suit, the exact situation, 
nothing's changed, red backs, you know, the teams, all that, but you're yeah. in a suit, would it have been different? Yeah, I would have felt like a more successful person. I would have been like, it doesn't hmm. matter. I may not be a baller anymore, but I'm still a baller because look at me right, yeah. in my suit. Whereas I like this, that you're I doing like, the hand movements as you say that. That's yeah. right. Whereas this, I was like, yeah, well, I'm not a baller anymore, but now I'm just like a suburban bogan. Like, what a disappointment. I don't I don't usually like to speak for Martin obviously I mean it's actually against, oh please I'm excited it's against the um, the law I think mm. we all know that but break the law in this case I'm excited <clears throat> it's kind of like chat GPT right where like you say you ask it a thing and it's like I can't do that I'm a robot and you're like well what if you know you were teaching somebody what not to like th- those tricks right so I'm gonna do that here I'm gonna speak for Martin and just say that both of us collectively would like to offer plus two baller points to you Mm -hmm. because we both feel that in our heart of hearts you are a baller to us thank you i appreciate that is that that helpful it is actually a little bit helpful yeah Yeah. okay i totally agree at tiny star next to that statement though quickly (laughs) um the naked feet in the furry (laughs) shoe It's so you can you get maximum warmth factor. I don't know how you could ever put a foot back in that. Like that's a one-time emergency. The house is on fire. Put your naked foot into a shoe if that's all that's possible. And then once you're outside, you you actively you're running backwards from the house that's burning. You take the shoes off and huck them back at the burning building <laughs> to destroy them as you're leaving. How else do you enjoy the 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 softness of the wool without nude feet at home i I wouldn't walk with them outside some things are not meant to be experienced outdoors so what are you most upset about are you upset about the nude feet like nobody knew i wasn't wearing socks i don't care i i'm i'm concerned about that second foot entry is what i'm concerned about so is it so it's my it's it's the naked sweaty foot being inside the shoe that's the issue yeah it's not that it's gone outdoors (laughs) No, I don't care that it was outdoors. I have no feeling on what... I don't care what you wear. To me, furry boot or not, baller status is the same. It's the nakedness of the foot in the outdoor environment of which sweat is going to happen no matter yeah, what. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my feet And sweat. now it's yeah. just... Yeah. It's just a... It's a, it's a sweaty, furry boot. Hmm. See, to me, it's mm. the duality of that the naked foot in the boot with the outdoor situation that makes it troublesome. So just hear me out on this, right? I would not necessarily think that the naked foot in the boot is the right way to go. But if you were only doing that at home and not physically exerting yourself and it's just in a kind of temperature moderated lounge room environment, you could probably get away with it because you're not necessarily going to sweat as much. But the moment that you turn what is otherwise an indoor shoe into an outdoor piece of footwear that traverses dirty environments, Mm. not only are you dirtying the outside of the indoor boot, but through that extra physical exertion, you are sweating more into the boot. Whereas you wouldn't be doing Mm. that if you were just walking from your kitchen to the lounge room with a cup of tea or something. So... You do you. Don't let us stop you. But I think it's that duality that makes it particularly... Mm. The problem you've got is if you wear a sock with the Ugg boot, you lose grip. Mm. You don't have enough traction. Right? So they Inside slip, the boot. 
Are yeah, you yeah. slipping out onto the road you out sli- of your boots? Sli- is that a common like, thing? I don't. Fo- the boot falls off your foot if you've also got a sock. Couldn't you wear a really thin kind of socket or ankle sock within the boot that would reduce sweating because it's not too thick, but then give you that extra membrane that you need so as not to soil the inside of your footwear? I could try it, I guess. I feel like this boot's far too too far gone at this point anyway. I think I, I would need to get some new boots and then maybe maybe start over again with a new pro, new approach. Anyway, my fe- so it's, I'm, I'm 0 for 2 on the Feld conversations. I need to pack this away. I think, honestly, though, if... Sorry, if I could just compare and contrast quickly the two scenarios. Um, this feels, although to you, more traumatic. Mm. I do believe that is only based on the fact that this is so revolving around basketball, your, your, your love yeah. of loves. Whereas yeah. the kebab, being a delicious food, it's not your main jam. Maybe like top six, maybe, but it's no basketball. So I think mm. that's what's happening here. If if we had the same scenario, both with the food item, I don't think this would be the, as as traumatic. Okay, that's a good point. And I just wanted to end on a happy note for you, Andrew. Mm. I think you're yeah. way too focused on the destination rather than the journey of the conversation. Most of the conversations that I, you know, undergo or have with people, I'm sure they walk away thinking, what on earth is this man? Yeah. Okay. They do. Who the hell did I just encounter? And not just strangers over the counter. I mean people who know me well. They go, what on earth just happened? And how can I get that time back? Wait, it it can't. It's already happened. Okay. Yeah. It's happening right now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But... In the process of you undertaking that Feld-style conversation, Andrew, you've shared a moment with someone. It might have mm. been odd. It might have been disappointing. It could have been strange. It might have been full of joy and elation. The key thing is that you had that conversation and that person has also walked away. After they stepped down from that gigantic shelf behind the counter, they went, you know what? That was an interesting moment. And they've gone away and spoken to someone else about it. You made a mm. difference and you should be proud of yourself. Thanks, Martin. I feel better about myself now. You should. Yeah, who cares what they think of it or whether it bombed? Who cares? Your pep talk was way better than Jason's. He doesn't look happy. (laughs) (laughs) You tried, Jason. You you gave it your best shot, mate. But look, sometimes you hit a home run. Other times you shoot an air ball. I think you're digging a hole for yourself now, Andrew. Let's just (laughs) end it. I like your shirt. Sorry. At least some of us are still ballers. 